0: Hi, we're Katie, Jessica, and Shannon, and this is Boy Problems Podcast, a community focused on supporting families navigating substance use disorder. We hope sharing our stories, introducing you to experts, and answering all the questions you have no one else to ask will help you better navigate your story.
1: Through our partners' recoveries, we found each other and formed our own squad, one we know is so valuable to how we manage this disease in our relationships. So we started bringing a microphone to our hangouts to extend our conversations to others just like us. When you're here, you're not
0: alone. If you're listening, you probably know we met at a family support group, and our bonds have grown stronger through sharing our stories and supporting each other. When we think about the thing that's helped us most, it's that. So we'd like to extend that community to you. If you're feeling like no one understands what you're dealing with, or you're looking for a community of like-minded individuals, consider joining us for our virtual support group. For details, visit Recovering2.com. We know what you're going through and we're here to help. We're recovering too.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Boy Problems Podcast. We are back again. New year. Happy 2023. Uh, We're going to do a check in today because we haven't done that in a while. So, Shana, why don't you start? You said you had some things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's see. Since, yeah, it's been
1: a long time since we've checked in, and since Mm -hmm. then, I started a new job in October, which has been good. So I was at my last place of employment for like eight years. And I think I probably stayed a couple of years too long. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Probably not surprising. You know, just there were a lot of feelings of like, I really loved my job. It was more of like a leadership people issue. But then like I felt a responsibility to like certain projects and like oh, I don't want to leave it. And then once I finally made the decision, like I'm going, it is just interesting how like all of that stuff kind of just like fell away. Um, so maybe we can use that as a, like a metaphor, like metaphor for other areas of our life or a reminder. like, I think sometimes you get so worried of like what something's going to be like, or you get mm-hmm. stuck in where you are. Um, and then once you do make the change, you're like, oh, doesn't matter that wasn't that big of a deal Mm -hmm. um so that's been good um I'm just trying to like get in the groove of a new job and um funny thing on my very first day I was meeting with my department head and that was like a month after our Fisher's Magazine cover came out and she was like oh I think I saw you on a magazine like they came to my house the other day (laughs) and I immediately had that old reaction of just like, like, you know, where you feel a little like sweaty and hot and like tight chest where I was like, oh yeah. um. And she was like, that's really, you know, really cool and very brave of you girls to do. And I'm sure it helps a lot of people. And I, I just wanted to like move on from it really fast. So I was <laughs> like, yep. Okay. Thanks. And I don't know, afterwards, it was just kind of funny how even after all of this time, my initial reaction was to kind of like clam up and not want to talk about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. we haven't
1: addressed it since.
2: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> interesting. Did you? Did you have it on your resume? No, I think I put it on mine. Which I remember, you did, Jessica? You it's put my, it on yours? It's right? on
0: mine. Yeah, it's legit.
1: I mean, yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and who? One of my um, old coworkers like knew when I was applying and I was working on my resume, they were like, you should put your recovering two stuff on there. And I was just like, I just don't know. I don't know that I want to do that yet. And I don't know why, like, cause I do feel like it shows
2: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of skills and like, yeah, totally. I'm like mm-hmm. proud of our accomplishments, but then you have to talk about it. But yeah, it's just like, do I want to put that out there? initially I don't know and like yeah so that was funny but along with that so I'm now in this new place where a lot of well I worked at a very small place before there was like 25 of us and so I feel like most people kind of knew a little bit well actually probably not most people but like most people that I was like close to mm-hmm. knew and knew about the podcast and had even listened to it and so now I'm back in this place of where it's like oh yeah I have this part of my life that like no one that I work with or see on a daily basis knows about and I have kind of wondered like at what point will it come up like will I share will I not so
2: I wonder if you'll be more inclined to share because are you actively hiding it or are you just like if it comes up in conversation I'll have it does that make sense like yeah like will you avoid the topic will you change the topic or if something comes up in the general vicinity we're like well jay and i or whatever it may be but also- yeah
1: i think where i think where i always get stopped is you know my conflicted feelings on like my story versus like jay like to for me being like oh yeah jay doesn't drink because he's in recovery like does jay want me to, like, share that
0: with my co-workers. I don't know. But it's also different because at your last job, you were actively going through things yeah. with him. Now you're entering this new job in a period of, like, sobriety. Right. So, like, maybe it won't come up. Or, like, it will be interesting. So, like, I feel like it's not this huge part of my life that it was when I even started this podcast. You know? It's mm-hmm. just not something that's happening every other month thankfully so it's like not something i'm either thinking about or even having conversations with you guys about because it's just not happening so it'll be interesting to kind of see yeah i'm more i'm less
1: affected currently by like the day-to-day of yeah like addiction and jay's recovery even um it's more i feel like where i've noticed it is with like recovering too like when we have Mm. our meetings on tuesday night or like you know, sometimes people will be like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I'll be like, oh, nothing. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so there's been that shift on now we're doing this thing focused on recovery and trying to like, in mm-hmm. the stigma and share with people. But like, I don't want to like tell Yeah. people about <laughs> it. I yeah. can relate to that. I'll keep working on that maybe. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then my other piece of check in. So, you know, like you mentioned, Jay's been in like sobriety for a long time now, coming up on 3 years um in January like January this month. Um so it's good. There are a little like nerves for me because it's like he's never 3 years is the longest, so that brings up something mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize. Oh, new territory and Which feels weird. I don't know. Can you, maybe you have advice? Like in some ways you would think that having longer should make you feel more at ease and it does, but then it also at the same time makes me feel like there's then more to lose or Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I feel myself being kind of nervous about three years and more.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think like what comes to mind to me is like it's ultimately in his hands and so he know. I mean he has three years clean if he decides to use it as an absolutely conscious decision like his disease is not completely overrunning his life right now and so like he knows what he will lose if he starts to use mm-hmm. and so you know then it's like okay fine like he relapses again we've talked about this a million times you relapse and you get back on like we can support that we know this disease you know that type of thing Um, But, you know, if he goes back out again, like, at that point, Shannon, like, what do you do? Like, a relapse, you probably stay, work it out the whole night. But if he goes on another run, Mm -hmm. what do you do? Yeah. I mean, because he's had three years at this now. He's had multiple years at this now. Yeah. So, it'll just be, see what what happens. And I I almost forget about it, too. Like, um, Kimmon's date. Like, I sometimes forget the date because it was... I was so fixated on it and then it's like well I can't remember it because it may not be the real date and blah blah Mm. blah um so now sometimes I'm like oh crap like it's tomorrow (laughs) and I didn't get a coin and whatever it may be but yeah just kind of is just another part of life like three years should be four years and you know Kim and I had this conversation about um the other day like like what should like what should he get like you said three years sober that's great but like you you can be sober for that long and you could be sober like this year I didn't total six cars and I didn't go to jail this year, but that's <laughs> like normal people, finger quote normal people shit. Like, I don't know, it was just an interesting conversation of like the things that like he doesn't we don't have to celebrate really anymore and yeah. like you know conversation that he has with his mom, you know, it's like she shouldn't celebrate you know oh you you know you went from a high deductible plan to a low deductible plan this year just those things in recovery I don't know where I'm going with that but it was just it was such an interesting conversation of like that's just stuff that you don't really think about anymore like we celebrate that like in early recovery but now it's like yeah yeah you didn't wreck a car all year yeah good (laughs) like you shouldn't be wrecking a car every year expecting
1: that yeah well I think that's true I mean it's in early recovery I think the self-esteem and everything is so low and things have yeah. been so bad that it's a very lar- low bar
2: mm-hmm. yes. for
1: what is, like, oh, my gosh, a big deal and exciting. And I think it's important to have those moments of, like, celebration and encouragement to, like, continue on the path. And then the longer that goes on, you know, the standards get higher. Um, right. So, yeah. But um, the other day... Oh, so I should say that, like you said, I don't really, like, think about it all the time with, like, Jay and recovery. It just kind of, like, is what it is now. But then there are the moments where, like, pop up, pop up and be like, oh, my gosh, it's almost three years. Like, that's mm-hmm. good. But also, like, scary. Um, Andy's in a, a very good place. Like, he started working out. He talks to his sponsor, like, every day. Like, they talk to each other on the way home from work. He goes to his meetings. Like, he's in a good routine mindset. And, like, it's just different than any other time that he's been in recovery so like whenever I do feel myself feeling nervous it's like I have to remind myself of like what are these what's the reality these are the things that are actually happening um and so as part of his like healthiness and running and he's like not been drinking like pop and things like that and so he had one the other day and I was like man I haven't had a pop in so long he was like you know what's really weird is for some reason I keep craving beer. He was like, and you know, immediately he says that and I'm kind of on like high alert. Oh, and trying to play it cool though. I'm like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, it's just like not like in a desire to get drunk, but it's just been like the like the taste of a good beer. Like, you know, when you open it up and have that like first, like that sip, and it's like, ah, like he was like, it'd be nice to be able to do that. But And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to, (laughs) in my head, tell myself like, it's okay. People like have thoughts. Like I think about things that I don't have any intention of doing. It's not like an actual action yet. Like, don't freak out. Um, And he said, you know, and there's a ton of like uh, non-alcoholic beers and things. And a couple of his friends who are in recovery, um, like drink like in a beverages and he was like so he was like it's been something I've always just stayed away from because I'm not really sure but I don't know I guess I've just kind of wondered about it recently and that's kind of where (laughs) we left things and then he went for a run um so then I had a lot of time to think and I was just I think I'm trying not to like overreact and turn it into something because one i'm glad that he's like sharing these thoughts with me like that's something we've always talked about in the past like oh i want you to be honest with me and like tell me what you're feeling and if i immediately like freak out and shut it down the odds that he's gonna keep sharing are not good um and also there's a lot of times jay talks about things and it never turns out to be anything so maybe it's just like thoughts um But I think what I came to the conclusion of my concern is, like, I believe that he, like, doesn't want to get drunk right now. My concern would be that, like, tasting the beer would, like, trigger something. Like, open up, like, old memories or whatever. And then would want it to be, like, more. Mm. And I don't know if that is true or not true, but that's where, uh, what I'm thinking now. So, and I... I will probably share that with him at some point. Like, hey, I've just been thinking about what you said. These are my concerns. You might want to talk to your sponsor and Mm -hmm. stuff, but I don't know. What are you? What are you thinking? I feel like Katie's, you got something going on in your (laughs) mind.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just, it goes to like the smoking thing for me, which is such a big. Yeah. Whatever. Which would be partly most of my check-in. So yeah that's so funny you said that because I actually thought about
1: that yeah la- when when this was happening I thought you know is this like one of those things where it's just like I don't love it but it's fine and you know but then I thought of like Katie and Kimmin and how like that's kind of continued to become a point of contention for you so I was like this could be like <laughs> Our cigar thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's
0: funny. I don't think that would bother me for some reason. I just don't like. <clears throat> I don't know. I think that it's just like a really multifaceted thing. I understand like the the concept of like an alcoholic like turning to a non-alcoholic beer to like basically as a substitute mm-hmm. or whatever. Like not addressing the underlying issues and, like, having that drink in hand or being, it, you know, like, if it's filling in a void of the addiction, but if it's just something that's, like, helps, if it's a tool that's available that helps him fit in or feel comfortable or just have some enjoyment of some similar feeling to, like, yeah, maybe something that wasn't necessarily a problem that he enjoyed that, like, was just kind of a gateway to other things happening, I don't know. I think maybe it would. I I think it would make me nervous, but I think I could understand his thinking of like, okay, it's been three years. Alcohol is not my thing. Yeah. It's, well, was it? I mean, he is a heroin addict. Like that's yeah. for sure
1: his thing. I don't think that he probably would have ever stopped drinking if it wasn't for that. But was he? A I mean, he's or yes, original? alcohol is a big part of that and most of our fights before before he was using were alcohol yeah. related and he's had how many DUI so like I think that's maybe where some of it comes in like if he was strictly like a, a drug user and alcohol yeah. wasn't a thing like I don't think I'd be concerned about like oh the taste of a beer like mm. triggering some yeah memories um but I think it's the like relationship with alcohol yeah. But I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't see him using it as like a a crutch or a replacement or yeah. like, in place of doing recovery. Um, And like, I don't think his intentions are like, oh, I'm, I need this to like fill in for the real thing. But it's more of like, I, I guess you just don't know what that like psychological... yeah it would
0: be I guess that way I think about it is I never I never know what anything that happens is going to have true like how it's going to impact like Casey's ability to stay clean I don't know there's been shit that's happened it's like oh never would (laughs) have (laughs) thought that that would like send you into a tailspin but so I think that when I think of it as like He's a young guy and he has a full life and he's going through this period where he's also running a lot, which makes you want like carby things. Maybe mm-hmm. he's like thinking th- like there's it could just be like a temporary thing. Yeah. And I think that like there's a risk of like I'm not saying that you would do that, but of being like m- like being like very over um dramatic about small things right like he's gonna have to he could try a soda that tastes like beer and that could trigger I mean there are like a lot of things that could trigger it it's just like letting him kind of sort that out Mm -hmm. but like supporting him and like telling like you know having in your mind and in your relationship very clear boundaries like you know (laughs) right this is my concern like this this is not something that like i'll be here for if, it's, if this gets into like beer drinking and things but it could just be like i don't know when you're running like a lot of people drink beer after running like it's, it's very much like a carb depleting activity and that he's very new to it so maybe he just needs to eat more food like honestly he has <laughs> yes. i've like, been working on that actually like i need to
1: eat more it's just been so funny to watch him in his like yeah hope journey now. Like I'm very happy about it. But it's just like sometimes I think of how different it is from years
2: ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
2: wow. So he could um, crack it and hate it. He'd be like, well
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean and then it's not this whole thing that happened or like right. But yeah, I don't know. I but again like I just take it I think I take the much different approach to these things. Like Casey still smokes weed sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it was really scary at first, but it's like been going on for three years now. And it's like okay, well that hasn't been a thing that's caused other behavior so it's like all right it's it's truly an anxiety tool for him it's an extra layer of whatever it's you know and it's like yeah is that ideal is that like textbook no but it works and it's fine it's not excessive and he's not like we're not going broke from just buying a bunch of weed all the time (laughs) it's not like anything it's not impacting our life yeah so I'm not letting it impact my life you yeah, know, it's I just... agree. I mean, I
1: don't feel like it's a a huge thing. And I'm proud of myself for the way like sure. that I basically didn't react, where I was just like, Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Because like what you said, I do think sometimes that like dramatic no, you can't do that makes them do it yeah. is <laughs> not helpful and doesn't have good results. Um so and like we said, I at this point he's like not even bought an an alcoholic beer maybe nothing but it was just interesting how I immediately felt nervous and like oh so
0: I'll keep you posted
1: on any developments
0: but I will have to say though like I think that my response would be different if we were having this conversation four years ago Mm. and I think that when we're talking about two different things like when you're in early recovery and when you've had three years of sobriety it's a different conversation and Mm. i don't i think it's much easier to use these like mocktails non-alcoholic things as basically just a replacement like you're not really figuring out the issue but if it's just a simple like i'm just kind of curious you know like i don't know i think that that it's like what's it taste like i don't think that that's like my response through all phases of this but I think you have to assess, like, where you are, how healthy the person is, what they're doing, mm-hmm. and when you explain, like, his full recovery and what he's doing, it's like, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it's way it's like different. if he's <laughs> curious if
1: his, his friend told him that Guinness has a non-alcoholic beer and that it tastes, like, exactly like Guinness, and Jay's yeah. like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But, I'm like, yeah, it is, but
0: grapes can taste like cotton candy doesn't mean it's like
1: great <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: like you yeah. want to be eating cotton yeah, candy grapes right. all
1: the time yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah So Katie, you said you're that brought up the the smoking thing and you said that would be what you would check
2: in on yep so it's just uh it's just continuing to be a thing it's continued to ramp up it went from every friday to every friday a cigar every friday to, a cigar, every friday, saturday, to a cigar every friday saturday to a cigar every friday saturday sunday to um Friday, saturday sunday with the um double cigar mini cigar on friday afternoon when he talked to a sponsor to the kids were stressing me out i'm gonna go get a mini cigar and smoke it on a tuesday or i've just been you know stressed out today so i'm gonna go on a wednesday and then like we're um you know recently we're on uh christmas holiday break and he has smoked a black and mild every day right. but he sees that as better because he didn't smoke a cigar but i'm like but it's every fucking day so uh, it's just
0: like a smoker now yes yeah which
2: is really frustrating because for the longest time like we're trying to get life more life insurance on him and um now that he's had He's been seven years clean, but then there's like the Suboxone that's throwing a wrench in it or whatever. But anyway, so he was going to be a non-smoker and be five years off Mm. of the medically assisted treatments. And so that was going to be the best possibility of getting better life insurance rates. Because right now we're paying out the wazoo for a very small amount of money. Um, And so now he's a smoker and um, it's very frustrating because i've already i've been through the withdrawals of drugs a couple of times now i already went through the withdrawals of the nicotine which were awful and it was when our daughter was born and Mm -hmm. what the fuck and then um and then now it's like the kids are now going to suffer through his withdrawals cuz now he's definitely going to have withdrawals from nicotine and so myself i have to do it yet again go through his withdrawals of crankiness and just being a total dickhead and then so will the kids and they don't understand why and i don't think that's fair so is he going to stop is he like
1: are yeah is he going through withdrawals like is it because he's stopping
2: nope um, so he, so we've, um, also just been on a path of a relationship. And so he has said that he wants to smoke. He is a marathon runner now. Um, he wants to have a healthier life and he knows that smoking and cigarettes and cigars are like anti health for him and everything that he wants. Um, but he, um, just admitted that he's completely powerless over nicotine He just cannot. Um, He wants to quit. For the health reasons. But he doesn't like it is just not now.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so it just went from zero to 100. Like I thought it would. He said it wouldn't. I knew it would because he just can't do anything half-assed. But, you know, it was, you know, we had a conversation at dinner the other night. um, Him and I of just like how he was kind of bummed that he can't. Like, he was like, it really sucks that I, like, that I cannot just do something once. Yeah. Like, I wish that wasn't my personality. And he's like, it just really sucks. And it was, it was kind of sad to, to see, like, he's never actually expressed that he's had a frustration of this disease of where he just goes hard on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that, that was a little bit sad that he just, he just can't stop. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very reflective of him.
2: hmm Yeah. yeah it was very interesting and like i said it was sad and you know but do you find yourself having a hard time refraining from being like i told you so no i mean so i mean it would be like a broken record now of like every time he goes out to smoke he'll come and be like hey do you care if i run to the gas station i'm like i absolutely fucking care that you run to the gas station he's like all right well i'm going i'm like cool Like, you know, and he's, you know, the kid, you know, if I've been out at work or whatever I may be, and then I'll come home and if the kids are stressing him out, like he'll just like leave, like he will, he will say no words and he will leave out the door Mm -hmm. and I know exactly where he's going. And it's like, you know, back in his drug days. And I don't know if he remembers this, like he would be like, I'm going for a drive. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think that he's going out for drugs, but really he kind of is. I mean, he's just like, this is just another (laughs) replacement for some, a way to deal with his anxiety of like, this is his substance right now. So he knows I hate it. Like I hate he comes in and I put my shirt over my mouth and I'm like fucking reek. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want to kiss him before bed. And I'm like, wash your, brush your teeth, do mouse wash, wash your hands, take off your shirt like before bed. Cause it still doesn't help a hundred percent, but like, like I make Better him do this would be. whole routine of like to try to <laughs> mitigate the smell because the smell just brings me anger like i'm just pissed yeah. about it and he knows but he won't he's not doing anything about it and again it's the same bullshit of like drugs it's so frustrating he's like i want to quit babe i'm only going to smoke friday this week okay okay i know i told you it was just going to be friday but like i just today like i'm just i'm just doing it and once he there's no i can see it in his brain like once like if he'll say you know i'm going to smoke today when he said he wasn't going to and i'm like what could i is there anything i could say to you short of if you get a cigar i'm going to divorce you that would make you stop there's yeah. z- there's zero like if be mean, like can i give you a blow job and will you not go get a cigar he's like <laughs> no i will not and i'm like like, there's nothing, the train has left the station, he is getting a yeah, cigar, yeah. like, at whatever, you know, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, he flipped the switch of, I'm 100% getting a cigar tonight, it will not, nothing I can do will stop him. Probably literally short of me saying, like, I'm legit getting a divorce, like, do not walk out that door. Yeah. It's, just, it's frustrating. And then, like, you know, we're doing our budget, and it's like, $1, $2, $13, I mean, he spent, like, 80 bucks on yeah stupid smoking and it's like is it worth it is it great Do you like spending that 80 dollars it's so interesting how the like patterns of behavior that you're
1: describing how like they match up so well to the yeah. his like actual drug use right and so it makes sense that that would bring up feelings for you
2: yeah we were doing a puzzle last night well so we went over to families to hang out and um uh um uh, my stepsister really likes puzzles and so somebody gave her a 500 piece puzzle and we were doing it and like I sat down and I was like man after 10 minutes I was like f this and I like I moved on and then Kim in sat down and I mean like I could not peel him away mm. like he was focused he was in and like he just could not rip him like he was like in his zone it's just like and he joked he was like i have a problem with like not stopping things like yeah i know so so that's it we've had a couple of good conversations counseling's going okay we had a wonderful huge gigantic fight on our 10-year anniversary ah. and wedding anniversary so working through it working through it so yeah we'll see Yeah.
0: My news <laughs> i don't have much news um we made it through a holiday season with no relapse so yay that nice. that's big mm-hmm. yeah that's number two yeah i guess well no we, well i guess it had, oh well, i guess it was, it was like last, last thanksgiving. thanksgiving yeah but we made it through a whole yeah winter, which has been cool so he um has been doing a lot to like manage his anxiety it's sort of come to him it's just it's hilarious that like it's taken so long to realize that like <laughs> oh something changes in october november and it's just <laughs> like he's like oh i think i get really anxious it's like oh no duh <laughs> like <you think? laughs> so he got on different like a, a different anxiety medicine that's actually really working and um sometimes his prescription will run out and he'll not have it for a few days and it's like oh yeah this is drastically helping you like it's mm-hmm. night and day mm-hmm. so um so really that's been like a huge help but yeah that's really I don't have anything like exciting or anything to talk about same job everything's going fine it's I I was like a little Anxious going into the holidays, just was like, Oh no, like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> and there were a few times when I was like, I'm just really on edge. And I would be like, Are you doing something? Are you doing something? And tell me, like, is what I'm experiencing right now what's actually only happening? Because mm-hmm. that's what I feel like. I always am worried that in three weeks, I'm going to find out that today you were high or something. Yes. And then I'm going to be like questioning everything so it was a little weird but once i got through like christmas i was like okay i feel a little better and not that it's just some arbitrary like milestone it's still winter because like now we're dead <laughs> Casey's of winter. like okay cool we're through the holidays but now it's just winter yeah <laughs> like... yeah so i don't know but at least got through the holidays um which was fun because like now our son is two and it's just like our first real holiday where he's like where we're like you know Santa and stuff so it was just kind of fun and yeah I am at least grateful that even if something happens in the month from now that like we had those memories and like that was good so
1: that's a good way to think about it
0: yeah because I was like in my mind I kept telling him like I've decided that I'm just going to leave if this happens so like I just feel like now I'm just waiting like are we what are we doing like is this happening and then like as we kind of got further and further into December and stuff and it was like okay maybe maybe this isn't a lost cause <laughs> it's like Jesus <laughs> I was like do you really feel that way yeah I felt that way for a very long time like I don't want to keep doing this and I mean, I don't know why I would want to keep doing this if the same thing's is just going yeah. to happen. Yeah. But he has made, and it's, it's difficult for me because like you were saying, Shannon, like you see, like going to meetings, talking to your sponsor. Well, Casey's recovery hasn't been like that. So it's littler things, smaller things like, okay, now he's on, he's trying for a new doctor. He's trying to get a different anxiety medicine. He's like, communicating more there are other ways he's trying to like work through it and so it's like looking for like what are the signs that things are changing and they're not as like black and white as like oh he's going to meetings or he's has a sponsor but he's still very close with like his recovery friends Mm -hmm. and he is like really trying to talk more and communicate and like you know be honest about the way he's feeling so those are smaller things but yeah that's I don't that's so it's pretty good but yeah it's um
1: similar to like how the patterns from Kimin like brought up the feelings for Katie and then like how I immediately when like just by Jay saying the like oh I'm curious about it like brought up feelings mm-hmm. and then you it's like so interesting how our bodies just like hold on to those mm-hmm. feelings and you can like so easily access them by just like a word or a time of year and like mm-hmm. makes sense that i mean you went through a lot of like holiday seasons where something yeah. big happened mm-hmm. so it makes sense that you would be like feeling that and then even kind of going as far to like plan out how you're going to protect yourself by like
0: just leaving yeah and it it's wild it really is and then you just kind of hope for the best you know like I had my in my mind like what I thought I would do I mean depending on the circumstances of whatever but like I was like yeah I just don't want to keep doing this every year I don't want, and especially as my son gets older it's like I don't want to be dealing with all of this and yeah so it just, then it's just kind of like well I guess I just wait and see what happens and it's kind of a weird feeling to just be like waiting <laughs> yeah and also trying to like enjoy your life because it could just be fine but like (laughs) like everything could be great like nothing could be happening in the background that i don't know or you know it could just be a really good year but i I didn't want to like ruin i don't know it's just balance of like being aware but also like trying to live in the moment and like Mm -hmm. enjoy my family and yeah it's weird it's weird do you question him a lot no.
2: Like, are you high? Do you look like no? No,
0: no, no. I used to, but there's no point in that. Number one, he's not gonna tell me the truth. And <laughs> number two, it just ruined No, there's no point in that. It's just nowhere. Um, But I used to do that all the time. And it just, there's it, like, I said, there's just no, nothing yeah. productive comes from that. You just kind of go around in a circle. Yeah.
2: And I think you and I have had a conversation. You, um, in your summer of traveling you know you said something and um or whatever uh like what you have a backup plan like yeah if casey uses you're leaving you're out yeah and it's like at, at what point do you like i now not necessarily have a big plan like where would i go where who would i be with or whatever like that but you still have a very active plan it seems like of where you would go, what you would do.
0: Not really. I just know that I'm not doing that. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't have it figured out. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know where it go, but it's, I know that I could do whatever I needed to do to mm-hmm. not be in the situation if that, if it came to that. Yeah. Like, there's no like mortgage or house or bill that's going to keep me tied to someone I don't want to be with. I don't care about any of that. Like, I just know that that's not what I want. So, it's less like a plan and more of a decision like that's not the life I want and if that's happening like then I need to leave yeah <laughs> and then it's not it, you,
1: when you get to the point where that decision has been made
0: yeah then that will trigger yeah I don't the planning I think it used to be like well I could afford this or da, 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 and now I'm just like fuck all that I don't really care like money is money I'll keep working like it doesn't matter <laughs> Like, it's just not worth my happiness to be, like, tied to someone because of a house or a whatever. It just doesn't. So, I just, it's more of, like, a mindset of, like, I don't want to look like that. I don't want my son to look like that. So, I would just figure it out. I don't really have, like, a detailed. I used to have way more of, like, a detailed thing. like. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't really have that. It's just, like, a decision. Which is the opposite of what I used to have. I used to have, like, a plan. But I never had knew what my decision would be. Oh. And now it's like, well, I know what I would do. I just don't know how I would
2: do it, which is fine. Yeah, that that is interesting. Yeah, Because,
0: like, for so long,
2: I've always admired how you have stayed with Casey through all the ups and downs and things like that. And you're always just like, one more thing. Like, if he does one more thing towards recovery, I will stay with him. Yeah. And even it sounds now that you've switched to, if he uses again, I don't give a shit if you go to 10 meetings and three sponsors and whatever, like, you're just done
0: yeah I think it depends on the context of it like if it's like like you if it's like a relapse and he tells me that's different like I do still have like a realistic understanding of the disease Mm -hmm. but that's we're so far away from like you being all consumed and it being a month-long lie and this and that Mm -hmm. and like that's a totally different thing than like, oh, I fucked up. Help me, please. Like, I don't want to be doing this. That's just such a different circumstance that I'm not going to do the whole, like, I've been lying for this long and da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's bullshit that we don't have time for. And, th- like, you know enough to not be doing that. Yeah, so sure. you're doing that on purpose. And I don't have time yes. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of my mindset. Like, I'm, I'm like realistic that like addiction is still a thing but the lying is a choice and like the continuing to do it over and over again and like getting deeper and deeper into this yes. is a continuous choice when you've been doing this for almost a decade and you know exactly what to do
2: correct. to yeah.
0: stop it like correct yeah true so that's sort of my you
1: mentioned being like in the waiting do you feel like you're still in that waiting now or that feeling kind of ended once you got past the holidays.
0: No, I feel like my whole marriage is that. okay. All the time. And I think maybe after you get to more sobriety, maybe that goes away. It doesn't feel as I don't think about it every day like I used to, but I honestly constantly think that I don't really know. Like, it's kind of sad. We had our nine-year anniversary, and I forgot of it. I forgot about it. <laughs> and Casey was like, I think we should celebrate our anniversary. And I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, I don't think I've ever thought this would actually last. So like, I've never cared about celebrating our anniversary ever. Oh. And he was like, oh, that's kind of sad. And I was like, I think <laughs> that's just the way I've thought. I've never like really assumed that this would keep going. So like, I've never really like had like a feeling to like celebrate it. <laughs> like hasn't been great all the time it's kind of weird but yeah I guess I've just always felt like that like I don't know just take it day by day and like if it mm. ends up if we end up you know this will be our 10th year 2023 will be our 10th uh, anniversary and it's like yeah that will be really cool but like also have no expectations that like that then you'll happen. be like but are we gonna make it to 11 <laughs> yeah But I mean I don't is that healthy or not I don't know but I don't know I just kind of I mean I'm grateful that we have been together I think we have really worked through a lot of things i think we have a good relationship but it's never been something that i'm like oh and maybe we should celebrate because it is kind of amazing that we made it this far yeah right but yeah. i just it's so funny i don't look at it as like i don't assume that we're just going to be together forever yeah it's kind of a nice surprise every year that we're still <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> stuck for a little. Bit. and you feel you're making the
2: conscious decision every year to stay together?
0: Yeah, I think so. yeah,
2: I guess that's where my
1: mind goes is that I don't think it matters if you're like a celebrating type or not, as long as it's like, are you happy that you're still yeah. in this spot? and like are you're choosing to be it versus like, oh, I'm just floating along, and yeah. now another year came, and Here it
0: goes. Yeah. No, I'm very happy with our relationship. Like we have a really good relationship. But I just don't put a lot of weight into I think before I was a very um like what is like a hopeless romantic. Mm. Yeah. I thought oh, I'm going to be with the person forever. And this is going to be so like amazing. And I have all the things I've always wanted, but I just don't put weight into them. Like maybe I once did where it's like, yeah, this is great for now, but like anything can change. Like, I think I just have a more realistic outlook on life. Like nothing, everything good and everything bad is temporary. It's just a moment everything nothing lasts nothing good lasts forever nothing bad lasts Mm -hmm. forever like I just feel like I'm a little bit more living the moment and it's just kind of nice because I just don't have any it's like I don't have a lot of expectations maybe that's really bad but I don't just have a lot of expectation of like I will be devastated if it ended but like it's also just something that I've learned to live with that like this may not work out like there's a huge issue here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess yeah. well, if it
1: doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it's a failure. Like, yeah, it's just, and yeah. maybe, and I think that there's kind of like a mindset shift there, also. Like, the whole idea of like, oh, you have like, it's only a successful relationship if it lasts Excellent. forever. Right. But like, if you're together forever and both people are miserable and yeah, no one's yeah. growing, like, that's it's not a I'm success. Like, yeah. if it got to a point where things happened in your relationship and it's better for you to like move on your own right. like doesn't mean like things failed with you and Casey like you've had right all of this positive stuff and experiences and now you're just growing exactly differently, so
0: and I think that's the great way to put it like my parents were married 18 years 17 of which were shit and that's what I mean. <laughs> and 18 just means nothing you know and so I think it's just like my mind has changed on it it's like I'm just grateful that we're happy and things are working yeah and like I'm gonna keep doing that until they're not and then they go from there but that would not have been what I said I was white knuckling this man from the beginning mm-hmm. like like you will do exactly what i want because this is the way the story goes and yeah. this is how life is supposed to look and that was just like i can't control another living human being yeah like i have to learn to live and love a person that has their own ideas and decisions just without there has to be a balance of like you know not killing yourself or hurting me or like yes. spending a bunch of money There, there's like a we need to be healthy but like also we need to learn yeah. how to live with each other.
1: Good reminders for all of us in the new year of right. <laughs> living in the moment,
0: Yeah,
1: trying to balance things, can't control people. There's yeah.
0: a great quote. I think it's Mark Twain. And it's like, I've lived a life of many worries, most of which have never happened. Oh God, I've yeah. heard that before. And like no, that is that. like my life. And it's like, I don't need to do that. Like <laughs> right. I'll live the worries that happen and let everything else just kind of go because i've lived all the things i've worried about and i got i'm still here and the things are still moving and yeah. so it's like it doesn't really do much to just faster in what could be yeah so so, so to people be- <laughs> <laughs>
2: to quote harry potter <laughs> a big harry potter i watched all of them in the fantastic beast and i thought something that was just very yeah. Uh, when the first fantastic beast when the like rhino looking things about whatever he puts the armor on jacob kowalski mm-hmm. and he's like should i be worried and like newt Scamander's like no because worrying is like punishing you twice yeah yeah that was for whatever reason this year that hit and i was like yeah that's a good that's a good one newt
0: yeah
2: this is just a, it was interesting mm-hmm. and it kind of piggies backs off of what you're saying yeah like no need to worry because you will worry and do all those things when it happens right yeah 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 very interesting oh. all right everyone well thank you for listening to our check-in our first check-in of 2023 uh keep coming back <music> Thanks for spending time with us. We hope this story has helped you better navigate yours. Don't forget to subscribe so we can meet you here next time. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love by rating or reviewing. Need more support? Join our online community by visiting us at boyproblemspod.com. Whatever you do, keep coming back.
1: We're not licensed professionals, we're here to share our lived experience, so take what resonates and leave what doesn't.